Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. How's being a part of the Business Benchmark Group, the community, the board, the university group that you're with, uh, made a difference to your business and the way you lead right now? I just think being a part of the round tables every week, you know, you might be having a few couple bad days and then you go to the round table and it kicks you back into gear, which is good. I find it really, really good for my um, yeah mindset. You know, you might have a, have a bad Monday and then go to the round table group on a Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning and really pull you back in and get your focus on point. Um, just my decision making with all the key numbers and stuff like that just been awesome you know you can make valid decisions at, at the right time and pull the trigger on things that you never you know you might before I had key numbers might have taken me two to three months to pull the trigger where it's just too late then and and it's just too far gone and you can't really fix it um and that's, just, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's an interesting point um you know not knowing your numbers getting better uh, I guess relationship with your numbers your scorecards in your business boat um, and how, how does that, again, as you were just touching on that, how, how has that improved your leadership, your confidence, your clarity, all the bits and pieces that help you as the owner in, in, in your business? And, I mean, your results have been phenomenal. Nothing unusual here at Business Benchmark Group. However, how, have, how has that system around, you know, knowing your numbers, making decisions, being clear that it's not going to always be, you know, exactly what you want, but you're in a position of control. How has that made a difference for you and, and running and growing and leading your business? Oh, massive difference. Um, just knowing your numbers, like I've been able to step out of my comfort zone this year a fair bit, um, just based off that, like knowing that we're doing well and we, do, we, we can do it based off the numbers that we've been provided off previous jobs and stuff like that. Um, and being able to, just give control to my team more, um, knowing that we're going all right. You know, I've been able to take, you know, two to three days off when I need to, to do stuff at, in the office um, and the team still pulls through and, and just being able to grow that leadership with my team has been amazing this year. I just can't even describe how, how well it's gone with my team. It's, it's incredible. And, and as we say here at Business Benchmark Group, you know, a business is absolutely about the team. You know? Gr- growing a business is way more than just being a, uh, a strong leader. It's about your ability to grow a team and the confidence to do that. So I guess um, when we talk about the best thing that's happened to you in 2012, other than um, 2022, 2012, the best thing that's happened to you in 2022, other than your financial results, which are just outstanding mate and congratulations again um what what would you say is the best thing that's happened to you in 2022 um just probably building building my team up to be where i want them to be that's been my number one focus building a culture where the boys enjoy coming to work um you know they throw everything down just to help you out as well um the boys like recently you know had an injury to my leg and the boys, I had a, a load of, you know, stuff, building material in, in my trailer at home. And the boys came after work to help me out to unload that after hours so we could get on to the next job. Like, I don't know how many other businesses that that happens at, but my boys put their names forward and, and just came and did it for me, which helped me out massively. Um, and, yeah, probably another good achievement 
I, I think, was one of my boys. We made a deal with him at the start of the year to come on wages and be able to get him a, get him a house um, with his partner. And he was managed to achieve that probably two, three weeks ago, which is pretty good. It feels pretty good to be able to, um, you know, help someone achieve their goals as well um, and their personal goals, not just only their career goals. Oh, I love that, Bo, and that's so... Um... It's impressive, isn't it? I mean, yes, you're um, you're obviously on a journey. Uh, you're taking the biggest risk here to grow and run the business, and 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 ultimately helping your team and and and, and you know every individual have an opportunity to reach their goals too. I think that's a phenomenal uh, uh, piece that you just shared there. And congratulations on so many fronts. It speaks volumes for the person and the leader that you are, mate. Well done. Um, what what does success look like for you now? I mean, when you think about 2022 and moving into 2023, obviously you've got a strong whip and, and a massive ethos for uh, strategic work. What does success look like for you now? Um, just consistency, I think. Just keeping those numbers consistent, keeping my team, you know, building and developing to where they want to be, um, you know, having just the strong team work ethic with the boys um, and just always improving, just making sure everything's improving all the time, making sure I'm reflecting on things that maybe aren't working and improving them. Um, just really focusing on improving all those things and, and, and making sure my team's happy because at the end of the day, the team is my number one priority um, at the moment and building that structure that, you know, make us unstoppable really. <laughs> <laughs> no, well done, mate. And again, when you think about our, uh, our our six pillars here at Business Benchmark Group, time management, the default diary, quote register, work in progress register, roles and responsibilities, cash flow forecasting, and key numbers dashboard. When I when I roll out those six key pillars, you know whether you're a five year client at Business Benchmark Group or you're the first year client, which uh, you have successfully uh, you're at the tail end of right now. Um, when you think about those six key pillars and building team, how do you bring that whole six pillars into, into play as it relates to BOMADE builds? Um, just making sure you do them every week. You need to do them every week. Um, I don't think I've missed the key numbers, quote register, cash flow. Um, the key numbers just every week, I, I don't know, I just can't bring myself not to do it. Um, just you know see where i'm tracking makes you know where you know maybe you need to put a bit more focus on this job which is almost at invoicing so you can get some money in um just being able to pull decisions out that need to happen straight away um instead of just waiting um quote register um just knowing where your quotes are um sorry knowing where your quotes quotes are sitting um you know, who you got to contact, following up on quotes and seeing which people are accept which clients are accepting quotes and which 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 people aren't and focus on the people that are accepting those quotes. Um really push on that. Um and the cash flow has been really, really handy just just knowing where you'll be in, in six months time and knowing where the cash is gonna be and what if you need to employ more people or maybe, you know, purchase a couple more assets for the boys and the team. Just it's just great. Just so when you think about where you were a year ago, Bo, when you were where you were a year ago, like you know, a year and a bit ago, if you had heard someone in the room talk about cash flow forecasting six months out, and that particular skill, which obviously you have 
champion to no end, as most of our clients here at Business Benchmark Group do. When you think about a year and a half ago, you heard someone in the room talk about cash flow forecasting six months out, and they were, they were a young, tradie-based business. What would you be thinking a year and a half ago versus what you just shared right now? Oh, no way. I wouldn't even know what a cash flow statement is. Um, I mean, uh, like, I wouldn't even have thought of doing one. Um, like, just a year ago, I was just waiting for the next job to come. I wasn't even contacting anyone, putting myself out there. I was just waiting, being patient. And now it's just crazy. Like, I've, you know, been contacting people, doing, trying to find future strategic alliances, which has really helped me out with my quote register. And that's something that I would never have done a year ago um, without like the confidence coming from you every, every month, just saying, you know, you're on the right path doing stuff like that is it's going to come through. And now, you know, we've probably doubled our quote register. We've got consistent quotes coming through, um, which is, you know, we're nowhere near that at, at, at the start of the year. Um, and yeah, just, just the cash flow. knowing just, yeah, I don't know. It's just, being able to see the numbers in the future and knowing was it hard was it hard to learn it, was it hard to learn was it hard to embrace and follow again you know we we invest a lot of time with our clients truly learning that tool and learning how to think through that tool it's almost like a little bit of an apprenticeship right up front you know during our 90 day um um essential uh, onboarding um process that we run with all our clients it's a very important piece and for us, we're very committed to helping our clients truly embrace and learn the skills of becoming that 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 great business owner. And and I'm so proud of you and the journey you've been on. But uh, how was that embracing, that sort of unblocking, geez, I don't know how to do this versus I need to and I am being supported in learning this. How was that process in in, in adapting and learning the uh, some of these tools in being a better business owner? Um. Yeah, it's pretty hard at the start, finding the time. Um, but look, you know, as you said, just opening your, your mind and, and your eyes to different avenues of business instead of just being on the tools all the time. Um, you need to actually take the time off to run your business without holding a set of tools in your hand. Um, and you just need to take the time to do it, learn it. It might take you a couple of times. Nothing's perfect at the start and never will be. You just need to give it a crack. And then, and then it just takes off from there. You lock it into your brain. It becomes consistent every week. You need to do it. Like now, I'll probably at the start, I was like, oh, I've got to do it now. You know, every Friday, I've got to do it now. But now I'm just like, it just happens. I just do it. I want to do it. I just, I don't even think about it, to be honest. It just happens. So <laughs> it just become, become consistent. Yeah, it's just really good. Uh, well done, bud. So when, when you think about, um, you know, a year ago and where you are now and obviously where you're going in a year's time, in two years' time, you know, that journey that we're always on. We always speak about the yellow brick road here at Business Benchmark Group. You know, again, your first million dollars in business, it's almost the hardest million dollars you'll ever make is what they say, right? And in saying that, only 7% of businesses in the world ever get to $2 million. So think about that for a moment, right? You're halfway to something that only 7% of businesses ever do in a financial year, $2 million. And it ain't about being big, and you know my views on that, right? It's, yeah. it's about truly being in control and playing the freedom play. How do I keep on being in control? How do I ensure my people are growing with me? 
So when we think about the business right now, what three key areas of your business? You know, you've done your first million. You're having a great start to this new financial year. You're you're obviously a very different leader today than what you were a year ago, and I can't wait to see the version in a year's time. But uh, what what three key areas of your business do you want to work on? What are the most what, what are you most looking forward to in the next twelve to eighteen months as it relates to your business and this current level of consistency that you are leading? Um, just managing my time, really knuckling down my, uh, def- my default diary, making sure I'm nailing that every week. Um, I really want to focus that on that from now on. I've made a little bit of a agreement with myself to make sure I stick to it. And, and being off work at the moment, I have been, which is good. And it's starting to, you know, just come in consistently. Um, building my team, continue building that team. Um, I've recently just started a project in Camberwell. So I've handed that off to one of my, so my second in charge and just said, look, this one's yours from now on. Um, you take control. You tell me what you want when, when you need it. And I'll get it there, but you're you're the one that's going to be taking control on that. So I'm pretty excited to see how that pans out because uh, he's a big part of my development plan for the company, and it'd be great to see him succeed in that. Um, and just my lead flow, really focusing on that, making sure I'm getting the right leads that I want and qualifying my clients really well. So I do have that time, not only just quoting, just you know doing everything else within the business as well. That's fantastic, mate. And um, just on that, when we think about where we were a year ago at Bow Made Builds and where we are today from Headcount, and you, and you have shared a few bits and pieces around the team, where were you a year ago with Headcount? In other words, how many people were on the team, excluding subcontractors, versus how many are on the team right now on the payroll? Like, you know, you have a, a confirmed commitment to give them job security and a pathway for uh, for success. What, what what are the numbers between where you were a year ago and versus now? Um, including me, I think it was four at the start of the year. Now we're sitting at about six employees. Um, we've got, that's excluding myself, and one subcontractor, Carpenter, um, which I'm looking to, it's one of my goals is to get him over on wages because he really fits in the, the culture of the team at the moment. So um, I'm looking to really, really get him get him on board before the end of the year, which is great, um, which will alleviate my time as well, again, because he can take so control mate, that, of one that, of the That is amazing. And, you know, when, 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 I, when I put this prop up in our meetings, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fruit and we, and we get to squeeze it, right? And, and the game of business is are we getting the right juice on the squeeze? So when you think about it, you've gone from four people, including yourself, to seven people, including yourself, and we have tripled and quadrupled and a lot more than that, our bottom line, um, there is no two ways about it. Your ability to be effective, efficient as a business, absolutely at the forefront of choosing the right customer at the right job, at the right margin, and delivering on time and on budget is absolutely an unbelievable result, which is why, you know, you are the university program um, uh, business of the year 2022. In saying that, and we think about the next 12 months, the next 18 months, and it's our responsibility as leaders to be thinking that far ahead. Um, what are some of your specific goals? So when you think about, you know, I don't need to be big, but I definitely need to continue the consistency of being in control of getting the right juice on the squeeze. What are some of the specific, like if you think about your team size, in a year's time, and I'm not interested in you being big, but I'm interested in you having, again, control and leveraging what you do 
What do you see as some of the goals as it relates to team size, types of jobs? Where do you see yourself growing greater reputation? So those sort of elements, Bo, where do you you see? Where do you now have the confidence to see a little further ahead based on your track record of the last 12 months? Where do you see yourself in 12 months' time? Um, Look, I want to be pushing the revenue of two mil. Like you said before, I really want to be getting getting there, um, which I'm pretty close to at the moment of just just working on that. Um, I really want to be doing, you know, three to four renovation jobs per year. So that, you know, around the 500 to 750 mark. Um, I mean, I'm really going to want to focus on the renovations. I don't think, I think that just, that's our, probably our, one of our ideal target market dot points is just building renovation projects. Um, we're going to move away from, you know, carpentry labour hire side of things um, and just really focus on building my own projects. Um, and yeah, that's, that's just where I see us going. I just don't want to be working working for the carpentry labour hire anymore um, or the carpentry quoted. I seem to, my job seemed to run a little bit more efficiently without anyone else from the outside peering in. Um, we've seemed to got under control with ourselves, which is good. Yeah, fantastic, Bo. And, and, and again, just from a um, you know zero assumptions policy, the ZAP policy that we talk about here at Business Benchmark Group, the uh, minimising surprises policy that we have here. And, and again, it's not about being control freaks. It's just being aware and on point. Um, you know, what, what have you learnt about yourself in the last 12 months at a professional, at a business level, at an owner level? What have you learnt about yourself as it relates to zero assumptions? Zero surprises policy. Um, Learned that I'm more level-headed. Um, you know, when things do maybe go wrong, you you you're more 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 level-headed with decision making on that. Um, I don't seem to get frustrated as much anymore. I just take it on on board, and you know, if something does go wrong, we just got to fix it and fix it as quickly as possible. Um, just having no surprises with. You know, you know when your invoices are roughly going to come in from the cash flow. You know how much money is going to be there. You know you're going to be able to pay your bills. You can relax after work and not have to worry about that stuff because you know it's it's going to be roughly in that time frame that you've put in your cash flow, so it's going to be there. Um, and just making sure you're working for the right clients that are going to pay you on time and that respect the work you do and know your value as well. Because uh, there's been a couple of clients this year that have just been incredible. Just the way that they just pay you on time and respect everything you do and just, you know, love the value of you providing the building work for them. So it's awesome. Uh, well done, mate. Excellent. Love to, love hearing that. And, you know, there were times throughout the year where, you know, whether it was our coaching support and obviously your coaching support lead was uh, – uh, very very engaged in in helping you look past the disappointment of conversions or people not getting back and obviously you know we had a few conversations um, throughout the year also regarding um, bits and pieces that I I was highlighting to you hang on don't don't don't, don't allow the weeds in the flower bed to get in the way of the flowers mate because you're actually going okay and learning a bit of patience learning a little learning learning that piece called persistence right it's an interesting uh learning for all of us that one resilience grit 
So if, if you think about coaching support here, a business benchmark group or client success support, if you think about your um, access to, to pick up the phone and, and certainly know that you are not going to be judged, you're going to be supported. Also, your monthly um, your monthly um, reports and um, and how it is that you're receiving, um, I guess, I guess the, the set of data that helps you understand, hang on, I've got another, you know, another 10, 15 set of eyes on my numbers to make sure there's no uh, surprise factor. The key numbers dashboard, which we've spoken about and uh, and what have you. So those specific tools, the focus sheet, you know, your ability to do focus sheets and key numbers and, and, and the default diary, all that stuff. So when you think about all those tools and the frameworks regarding accountability and moving in the right direction without judgment, how has that shaped and ultimately continue to shape you in being the best leader you can be in your business? Just knowing that you've got, you know, a second opinion and a helping hand to it, you can ask at any time of the day. Um, like, as you said, I was struggling probably midway through this year with consistency with quotes and people just saying, getting a little bit of rejection and, and getting a little bit down on myself. And then I, I called Sarah and I said, look, you know, this is probably the fifth one in a row that said this. Um, and I'm from my memory, I think Sarah said, well, you're just getting closer and closer to that. Yes. And she was exactly right. You just got to get, you know, you're not going to win every job that you quote, but it gets you closer to the one that you will. So you just need to continue, as you said, persistence and consistency with that stuff and just make sure that you know that there's one coming around the corner and just be patient. <laughs> Without rejection, uh, it's it's either your friend or your fiend. You get to choose. The choice yeah. is always yours, right? And uh, yeah. you know, rejection is one of those things. It's a little, uh, it's a little sapping in its energy until you realise, hang on, this is so cool. I can fine tune a few things here, and uh, depends on how you look at things. So, well done, Bo, I'm breaking through that, and here we are. You know, you've doubled down on quote register. The quality of your quotes right now is like. A's and A's and A pluses, man, it's unbelievable. So good. So so far, much of the focus has been on your default diary, identifying your ideal target market, knowing your numbers, your quote register succession plan. How these activities improved your business? Like you spoke about your two IC now stepping up. You're also giving him that platform of growth. It frees you up to do what as as your two IC. You're stepping up to look after a job you typically would have looked after. That freedom in time, what does it allow you to do now within the business? It allows me to, you know, work work for the future, see what, you know, what's coming up, what we need to do, organise the jobs for them, make sure everything's running efficiently, um, do more quoting during the day. Um, yeah, just being able to be the business owner, not, not, working on the tools, working on um, doing all those items that you just said as well, you know, reflecting on what's, what's happening previously, well, where we've gone wrong, you know, maximise what we can do better for the next one and just continue improving on that side of things, just uh, reflecting on, yeah, on the past and making sure we, you know, do better. What would your family say? I mean, I know recently you, uh, you, you, you've you just proposed and thank Christ you got a positive response. <laughs> and, um, you know, you've just proposed. You're obviously on a journey there in, 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 a, in a positive way too, which is amazing, mate, and congratulations uh, on all that. 
What would your family say about you right now? You know, a year into this particular journey, this particular yellow brick road, what would your family say about you right now? Um, just as developed in a person, I guess, and a leader. Um, not as worried about what's 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 happening because I, I I know now. Like I've got it in my head; it's right in front of me. Um, being able to you know have have the weekends off and spending time with family, um, and yeah, just being a happier person and and not stressed out all the time, wondering where the next job's coming through, and and you know you just it's all under control. Um, and I've been able to you know the team. I'm just developing the team and just. I remember my parents said the other day, just the way you include your team in everything, you know, they know, they know majority of what's going on and, and it just means they feel a part of, feel a part of it. Mate, congratulations. And um, post our charity gala event, I had a, I had a dinner with mum and dad and, and just hearing from them and allowing them to speak into, you know, the, uh, their, their pride of how far I and, Obviously, the business and the team have come and, and just listening to mum and dad and just allowing that to flow through. So a really important question for you just on that right now. Um, when you shared with mum and dad that you you had won an award as it relates to your business and business excellence, like the award you have won is not given to the most popular business. It's given to the most highest performing across income, gross profit, net operating profit, and everything that goes into creating that result. So what what was the feedback that mum and dad gave you as you shared that with them, if you did? <laughs> that's an assumption um, on the half, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, they just said that, yeah, I deserve it. I uh, worked really hard to be in this position pretty much. Um, I said, yeah, just really well deserving. How did you receive that? I mean, how did, how did you, As because this is what I just said, I mean, I'm in my early 50s and I'm receiving, you know, from mum and dad some amazing levels of pride and, and enthusiasm about, you know, just the work we do and the, the lives we impact, which is thousands of lives. But I've got to allow that to flow versus I can stop and say, okay, well, I'm getting back to my job now because what do you mean I've got to, you know, be proud of what we're doing here? So how are you at this very early stage of business ownership, of business leadership, of the responsibility of being an owner that's creating job security for seven families right now and growing, right? You've just helped your first guy on your team buy a home. That's like surreal. That is like, mm. like Bo, they're the things that you're going to, in time to come, reflect on as to the work you did, the great work that you did in leading this business. But how are you embracing the flow of an accolade, the flow of, wow, okay, you know what? I've just, I've just, not only do I know I'm heading in the right direction, but people are also now absolutely confirming I'm on, on the right track here. How do you deal with that? Because that, that, that is a challenge, particularly for young males, that is a that is a significant challenge in businessship, allowing the accolade to flow and not allow ego to set in either, because that's the, mm. that's the danger on that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it is different. I'm not the type of person that likes hearing that stuff. Um, you know, like to just keep you know everything to myself. I don't really tell too many people, you know, exactly everything that's going on. Um, but yeah, just got to learn to just yeah, as you said, let it flow and just reflect on that when when it comes and just go, wow, I've actually done this, and you know, it's pretty cool. 
But I can't help but uh, note behind your uh, behind your desk there is a it's a Richmond Tigers um, freight. Obviously, a very successful yeah. AFL football team in the last decade. Very successful. Yep. Um, amazing team ethos and individual yet team brilliance, led by an amazing coach, by the way. Um, I also look over your shoulder and see plenty of shirts and pants and windsheeters. And, and then, and then, and then I, don't, I don't think it's your wardrobe because that's a very boring wardrobe if that was your wardrobe. I'm yeah, thinking no, that's um, uniforms for for the team, and I've got to say, man, there there is something in that image that I'm thinking, wow, this this business is on the march. This business is anticipating some significant um, movement upwards and onwards. What are your when you when you look over your shoulder just there, just just look over what I'm looking at, right? And I know you know what, yeah. what I'm looking about. When you look over your shoulder, and you see that that level of uniforms ready to be dispatched, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah, just just thinking about the future. Um, thinking about where we'll be in like two, three, four years. Um, you know, just maybe we will have 15 people on the team. Maybe we'll have 25. I'm, I'm not sure, but look, you know, take it as it comes and hopefully we do have 15 on on the team in the next you know year and a half and you know five of them are running five jobs for me and, and for us and I'm I'm in the office working everything out doing all this for them um and it's all running smoothly and you know we're making good gross profit percentage and you know that's that's where I'm thinking of yeah just just going off into the distance a little bit but yeah Mate, I, I, I have absolute confidence in you taking me on a four-year journey right now as it relates to those uniforms behind you than uh, I would have had a year ago, mate. So I know this business, Bowmade Builds, is in safer hands right now than it was a year ago, and dumb tax is something we're leaving behind. So, mate, I'm all for uh, the ability occasion to look four or five years down the track. In fairness, it's 200 to 250 weeks. It's not that far at all. Um, what has been your favourite aspects of your program so far? So you've finished university, you're now graduating into the board level of uh, programs in 2020, 20, in 2023, um, a phenomenal and, again, a, a huge achievement, mate. Well done on doing that. Um, what has been your favourite aspects of your program so far, including the roundtable groups, right? Um, yeah, just being able to sit down with you and, and, the, and the other guys every month, um, work on a new topic that, like, you know, we probably most of the team and myself have never really looked at working on ever. Um, just different, you know, opens your mind to different things and different avenues of business that I never knew you could record or could pursue to do better at. Um, you know, every month you get to sit down with, you know, 10 other business owners that are going through the same business stuff as you are and you hear what they've done and, and maybe use that in, in your business, um, you know, from then on, um, looking at how they manage to, you know, cope with what's going on and, and, and stuff, other stuff that's happening in their business. It might reflect on you as well and just see how they've managed to cope with it and, and implement that in your business. So the peer-to-peer, and you were definitely part of a very high-performing team. Actually, there was three university winners this year, uh, university program winners this year. That's the first time I've ever had joint winners in a program ever. And they all came out of your group. 
so that 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 ability to have that peer-to-peer reference point with confidence and no judgment, that ability as the year went on for you guys to truly mould into a, a force as it relates to uh, uh, the businesses in the room uh, was 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 an amazing thing for me to witness and the, a privilege for me to uh, uh, facilitate and definitely be uh, a, a considered um, leader within the group. In saying that, though, that that element of the peer-to-peer and no judgment. When you think about that reference, which is one of your one one of the points you just made there, where does that take us to? You know, the confidence of the next four to five years. I mean, there were people in that room that were you know in business ten years longer than you, and there were businesses in the room that were six months earlier than you. Yeah, so there's no judgment. All that matters is how we think, right? Yeah. So when you think about critical thinking, business owner time, when you think about the ability to be a leader that's 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 as you've shared at the forefront of making decisions that don't need to be perfect that they need to as best we can be aligned with progression the peer-to-peer element as it relates to the program your ability to focus sheets key numbers dashboards default diary reviews and 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 so forth and so forth has been second to none but your ability to also be part of a group that you're adding value and receiving value has been profound where do you see that like we have we have clients of ours that have been on a six-year journey together we have clients that you know finishing their board level and now they're moving into executive boards five six years down the track so imagine in five years time by your group continues to be that group um when you think about that peer-to-peer element and the relationships that you build i mean at the charity gala actually the charity gala event when you got to meet many of your uh your co-university uh, peers, how, how was that? How was the night um, in meeting um, your co-peers for uh, the first time? Yeah, it's good. It's good to finally, you know, put face to the names um, and, and and meet them in person. Um, you know, just it was real easy, actually, like just talking to them. Just real easy. It's like you've, I don't know, like you've never met them in person, but it feels like you've known them for ages um and everyone respects everyone no one's got anything against anyone it's all you know, everyone's there to help each other out um and and yeah it's just a, it's just a good vibe just you know similar people in similar situations just doing similar things to be honest it's just it's it's pretty cool pretty yeah cool. And, and and success is contagious there's no doubt about that which is a profound uh Critical trade here of business benchmarking. Mate, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to open. I'm going to ask some questions. I'm going to give you 30 seconds to respond. Right. So you ready for? Uh, we're going to call this the, uh, the 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 open-ended question. So business benchmark group helped me um, switch off from hourly rate work and work on the business. Um, work on myself and making sure me and my business are in sync. How are you feeling now compared to how you were feeling six months ago? Um, excited to continue the journey. Um, not No more stressing out um, about winning jobs and making re- rejection my best friend has been incredible. How has Business Benchmark Group helped you and your business so far? Um, implementing systems, accountability, um, and, and just allowing to give future knowledge for my business like you guys have been through it through it as well you know what's going on and it's just good to know that you guys can help me out and and really help for the future of my business 
when we reflect on our award winners, one similar trait is that you do the work. Can you walk us through your typical day and expand on how you push through when the days are crazy busy? Um, typical day, I wake up, wake up pretty early, probably 4.35. Um, you know, either get ready for work, go for a day on the tools and probably get home, work from probably 3.30 to 7.30 on, on stuff for the business outside of work hours. Um, on the other days, when I'm in the office, I still get up at 4.35 and just yeah, work straight through to probably 3.34 and just make sure everything's getting done. Um, yeah, just making sure, you know, you're not getting distracted by anything. Just make sure you're pushing through and getting the most out of your day. What do you think it takes to succeed in business? Level head. Um, roll, you can roll with the punches when things are going bad as well. Um, being able to show your value to future clients and why they should, why they should choose you for their project. Um, and being able to build a great employee culture and being able to look after your team. I think that's, that's where I'll, I think if you, if you can look after your team, you've been successful in business. Well done, buddy. Have you found a special place for your award trophy? Yeah, it's right next to me on the desk, right right next to my computer, so I can look at it every day. Um, hopefully add another one next year. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. What is your overall assessment with your time with us at BBG to date? Um, it's been amazing. Um, you know, when Damien was talking to me in the first interviews, I, I wasn't entirely sure about joining, but he gave me that little bit of a kick, which I've you know, thanked him for recently because it's just done absolute wonders on my um for my business and me personally, just completely changed me as a person. And yeah, it's just been awesome. What does a business benchmark group winner do with his her free time? Um enjoy fishing, going camping and you know a bit of four wheel driving here and there. Um just mainly just real relaxing. Um what would your you know, fiance say? Family. What would your fiance say? Uh, probably work a little bit too much, but <laughs> um, but yeah, that's probably what she'd say for sure. Um, but yeah, getting there at the moment, just you know, focusing on trying to get the stuff done during working hours and, and spending more time with her and the family. Excellent, mate, and, that, and that's always a work in progress, as you know. So, do yeah. you have any do you have any advice for future business owners joining the business benchmark group programs? Um. If you're going to join, make sure you do the work um, because it pays off. It might not pay off straight away, but it pays off in the long run. Um, and it's, I still don't think I've managed to get there yet. It's still still building up. Um, be patient and consistent. Um, and you have to make the change to make the time to complete this stuff to further your business for the future. Um, if you don't create the time to do it, it's not going to happen. Um, and, yeah, just take the leap. If you're thinking about joining, just do it um, because I guarantee you won't regret it. That's Bo Bagasia from Bo Made Builds, University Program Business of the Year uh, award winner, 2022. In 2022, 153% increase in income, $1 million achieved, 119.8% gross profit volume turnaround, 1,772.3% turnaround in net operating profit. Team growth has gone from four to seven and building. 
and uh, we're only working with the ideal job at the ideal margin to the ideal customer who pays on time. Correct. <laughs> it's been a privilege and I look forward to your 2023 journey. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Stefan. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education, and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts, and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.